Welcome back to work. More will be going over Saturday, January 9th slate. Cheers to the weekend. We actually took today or Friday off of sports betting. We wanted to be on Michigan State minus three and a half, but we didn't get the line fast enough. And thank God, because Michigan State blew it towards the end. Something worth noting. And uh, it was a good slate overall to learn some things about some teams, but nothing that we really wanted to play. So we laid off, and our leans actually lost, so I'm glad that we laid off. An interesting slate, to say the least, and we move on to Saturday. Saturday is an action-packed board, so without further ado, we're going to jump straight into this. Not much pre to talk about the Discord. We didn't have a play, so yeah, if you want to link to the Discord, uh, by any chance, it's in the bio below, and yeah, besides that, let's just jump straight in. So the first game we're going to be talking about is Hofstra minus one. Actually, let's see, Moneyline. Hofstra Moneyline versus Northeastern. Um, I have the game stat line box pulled up of Hofstra versus Northeastern. And as you can see, this game was completely one-sided. Um, and then it wasn't. So an actually unfortunate loss here for Hofstra. I believe they're up 49 to 22 at halftime or something like that. Um, and at one point had a 97% <laughs> chance to win. So an unfortunate loss, and I think Hofstra bounces here. It's a good spot at Pickham, so I will take Hofstra as my first lean to start the weekend. The next spot we have is Oklahoma State versus Kansas State. I am very low on Kansas State's defense. They've let a lot of bad teams score a lot of points. And so I'm going to take the first half over in Oklahoma State versus Kansas State. Oklahoma State has went over in five of their last six first halves, while Kansas State has went over in six of their last seven. That's just a nice thing worth noting. It's not something to hang your hat on. But that said, Oklahoma State does play a fast-tempo offense. They're 76 in the first half points. And they're sitting 40th in adjusted tempo. So they're going to push the pace. Kansas State's defense can't do much. And they show a slow pace, um, but they've again they've let teams walk straight to them, and I don't believe that they are always this slow of pace. So three thirty, uh, no, they're pretty slow. Uh, their defense has been much better in previous years, and this year their pace is just slow with a crappy defense. So um, I think that Oklahoma State first half team total would be nice. I don't know what the number is going to be yet. Um, I have the first half total at sixty five and a half. So we could assume that the first half team total is going to be 36. And actually, that's what we're going to, well, that's what we're going to say. So we're going to go with Oklahoma State first half team total over 36 and a half is the number we'll choose. Uh, I have no clue what this number is going to be. It should be around 36 and a half. 36 and a half is what Oklahoma State averages. And they're going up against a significantly worse defense than they have averaged in the season. So I'm going to take Oklahoma State's first half team total here. You just heard me change. That's what these are. These are leans. These are opinions. Uh, I've done a light research and analysis, but I have no money on them. Understand that when you're making these. Um, but that said, still do your own due diligence. Still do the work and, and see if you find spots that you like on top of myself. And just use me as a filter to your own work. Um, that said, these are my filter. You're seeing my filter every morning through YouTube. And and understand that I, I have done this work and I have official plays. We've already locked in the official play. We have two more pending. I'm just waiting on the lines to come out. And we will have three plays for Saturday, most likely. So know that like this work has already been done in the back end. And so don't just take these for um, the end all be all and tail, which I know a lot of people are going to do none nonetheless. But hopefully 
you can learn a little bit. So the third game we have is Seton Hall minus three and a half. It looks like he might get a three eventually, but Seton Hall minus three and a half versus DePaul. The Seton Hall game is an angle on Seton Hall just getting absolutely smacked around. I like Seton Hall. They're a really good basketball team, but they just got absolutely wrecked by Creighton. So they didn't even they didn't even put up one inch of a fight the entire game. So I think this is a bounce back spot, a, a show your show your heart type spot. I guess a team in DePaul that not that high on, but um, they do score relatively good in the paint, which is something that I typically look for. But they haven't played in a minute. I, I think this is a really good spot for uh, St. John's. I said St. John's. Really good spot for Seton Hall to bounce back. And I just overall, I just really like this Seton Hall team. So maybe I'm too high on them. Who knows? I think that they match up very well. They have two bigs who uh, play big body basketball and should match up good. So I'm going to take Seton Hall minus three and a half. The next game we're going to be talking about is Florida minus four and a half versus Kentucky. This is a spot that I don't really like this Kentucky team. Again, they just continue to underperform. That said, the reason I'm thinking Florida in this game is Florida just got smacked by Alabama. They didn't play bad. Alabama played amazing. Now they're going to come for a bounce back versus the Kentucky team at home. Which is a good spot for Florida. So Kentucky is a team that I think has the talent to be the Kentucky team that we're used to seeing. And it's weird. So let's click Kentucky. It's weird to see these games. They're struggling versus Vandy. They double overtime versus Mississippi State. They lost X amount in a row. I believe that's six. One, two, three, four. Yeah, six in a row. So and they, they continue to do these weird things to make them uh, look bad. They're a bad basketball team. If you've watched any of these games, they're not a good basketball team. But they have the athletes. They have the talent. They just got another guy in. I believe he was injured. Um, they they have the pieces. They have the coaching. And I think if B.J. Boston steps up, this is a team that if they potentially, and it's going to be tough, and I'm about to, I'm about to say a statement, I'll probably regret, but if they can sneak into March Madness, I think that they're a sleeper team. I think that they have the talent. They, they score in all the right ways. As you can see, they are a big post-scoring team with a very awful three-point shooting. The three-point shooting is going to come. They, they have young basketball players, so it's going to come. Um, John Calipari is a good coach. He drew up, so if you watch the Vandy play. Guy who set the screen, step in, make a catch. Toppin has been pretty active in this second half. Hasn't scored a lot, but he's been active around the rim. Jackson slips down the lane. Nothing there. Into the uh, corner. Mitch for three. Beautiful play. And he gives Kentucky. Now eight. Into the corner. Ball fake. Game-tying attempt. Off the mark. Three on the clock. Another chance for Vandy. Kentucky survives. Wow, what a game. Coach K, I say Coach K. John Calipari drew up a beautiful play to get the guy open for the game winning three. Um, that's, I mean, and this is job, yes, but he's a good coach. They have good talent, and they're going to be priced out like crazy. Oh, no, hell no. So Kentucky's at plus 3,000. Never mind. I was told um, through the grapevine that they were plus 10,000 already. And in that case, I would be all over Kentucky um, to win the national championship and hedge out if they made it the Sweet 16. 3,000 is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um, They're not a good basketball team. So, yeah, Florida minus four and a half. And a couple more to finish it up. Baylor first half. Um, again, I don't know if they can stick a number high enough. Baylor plays TCU. And they're not going to be able to stick a big, a big enough number. TCU is a good basketball team. We just got smacked around by Kansas. We were actually on Kansas in that game. Watched the whole game, and, and there was nothing that 
made me intrigued by TCU at all. Uh, yes, they played a really bad basketball game, but that said, Baylor is first in the nation in the first half margin. TCU is not TCU here. It's Texas Christian. They are 73rd in the first half margin, but who have they played? So I think that Baylor, again, um, they can't pick it, put a big enough number. This offense is hyper-efficient, and uh, yeah, I think that Baylor is the side here. Okay, so the last one is San Francisco minus two and a half. San Fran plays LMU. And this one is actually a weird little game to look into. So if you check this out, um, Loyola played last December 19th at home versus Cal Poly. And now it's been quite a minute and they play San Fran. It doesn't even show up on Kimpom. And uh, San Fran's a team that typically I wouldn't back this type of teams. They rely heavily on the three. They don't really shoot many twos. Uh, that said, I don't really at all like this Loyola Marymount team. Uh, they lost twice to Minnesota. One of them was actually a really close game, and, and that kind of taints this. But they've beaten a bad Cal Irvine team. Uh, they've beaten UC Santa Barbara, who I think is overrated. And they beat Southern Utah. That is their best point, and that was by two. I think that San Fran is a significantly better team than those that I just named, and minus Minnesota. And I just think that they're overpowered here. And again, they haven't played in months. So Russ is going to show they depend way too much on the free throw line. I don't know. I, I, I'm just not a big LMU fan. We've watched like three games of theirs this year. Uh, that said, San Fran has shown no reason to not like them. They lost by a lot to Gonzaga. Oh, well, it's Gonzaga. Uh, they beat Grand Canyon, a good basketball team. They smacked around Cal Poly just like LMU did. Uh, they smacked around Nevada. They beat Virginia. They beat Towson. Like, I don't know. I think that it's a – the line is strange, and maybe I'm looking at something different. Maybe there's an injury report, and this is something I need to look into because this just makes no sense to me. San Fran is the better team. Oh, we have guests. Hey, dog. Come here. Come here. Oh, say hey. Oh, say hey. All right, all right, all right. So, that said, I think San Fran is the better team, the more talented team. Uh, they have played recently. LMU is off of a long hiatus. I think this is just a really good spot to back San Fran if there's no injury or COVID reports. Maybe that's the reason this line's so long. I'm going to have to go check um, when I'm done with this. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go San Fran minus two and a half there. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe there's a COVID report, and if so, I will not be touching it by any means, and that's why it's a lean. So that said, that's all I've got. So uh, we're going to end the video there. It is a Friday night. I'm about to go try to get some sleep because there's a lot of basketball to watch tomorrow. So our leans for tomorrow are Oklahoma State first half team total over 36 and a half, Hofstra minus one, Seton Hall minus four, Florida minus four and a half, and San Fran minus two and a half. Again, these are leans. Take them with a grain of salt. Do your own due diligence. We have an official play locked in already. It wasn't talked about in the YouTube video, obviously. And we potentially will have two more. And, yeah, I'm excited for this Saturday. It's a really big slate. Something that we discussed in the Discord, and I think that can be used on a daily basis, is to take games, take slates with, a, with an objective view. Don't see them as wins and losses, but see them as what went right and wrong to make it wins and losses, win or lose. Um, so, for example, we lost the Murray State game. They were up 16 at one point. Uh, they're, they're completely winning the game out, doing everything. 
and still didn't cover. So what do we learn from that game? We take notes and and we understand where we were wrong, where our cap was wrong, where it was right, and learn from that loss. Um, same way with wins. There's wins that you shouldn't have won. We won Illinois, and they they won the second half, fifty to thirteen. So. Uh, they they come and go. They go both ways. But you need to learn from your wins and your losses. I think that's a really important thing to do in sports betting. And that's a good reason that's why we make these leans. I go back and I see how the leans did the day before and try to see, like, where was my mental analysis off and where can I adjust and what should I rate teams, where should I um, adjust to imagine where teams are good at. That being said, yesterday was ugly, so we didn't get too much of that done. Um, I believe the leans, like, quote-unquote leans, I didn't make a video, went 0-3, so um, something that I need to go back to the drawing board and look at, and that's what tomorrow's going to be. It's going to be a long slate for me to break down and just watch basketball and enjoy. So that said, those are my leans. Take them with a grain of salt. Do your due diligence. Thanks for watching these videos. If you have not, subscribe. Uh, if you made it this far and you've listened to me chat and, and talk about everything under the sun, please give this video a like. Comment what your favorite play of the week weekend Saturday slate is really helps us. Um, any kind of interactions, likes, comments, those actually help a ton in pushing this video out to more people. And that's the goal. We're trying to grow this YouTube channel so we can help as many people make informed sports decisions as possible. Uh, hoping to hit my goal, and I have it written on the um, whiteboard beside me, is a thousand subscribers before March Madness. That's the goal, and you guys help me get there. So. If you made it this far, hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe. Turn the notification bell on if you haven't, so you get informed every single day when I'm posting these. Dane is going to post a graphic, I'm sure, like right here, uh, with the overall percentage on how we've done in basketball, and um, it's ridiculous. And so I'm very happy with how these are turning out. I'm happy with the season. I'm happy with uh, the work that's put in on a daily basis. We continue to beat lines, and and I know for a fact, long term, we're going to profit by doing so. So. That said, appreciate the support. A lot of big things coming soon. We're going to drop a website in the next few weeks. My birthday is January 19th, and we have something big coming on that day. So I appreciate you all, and let's make some money.